and rain helped the leaves stay on a little bit longer. And then we had those bright sunny days over the weekend, which helps increase that coloration and also the cooler nights, like I said earlier. And so those are the ones that are like primarily in peak right now. So if you want to still see some fall color and enjoy that, um, definitely check out the maples, actually on all around the city from what I've seen. If you're like me, you're vaguely obsessed with local color. And by that, I mean autumn leaves, which we talked about today on St. Louis on the Air. And before we move on, I want to remind you that the biggest source of St. Louis Public Radio's funding comes from listeners like you. Because you value what you hear on St. Louis on the Air, donate today. Go to stlpr.org donate. That's stlpr.org donate. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Last week, we hit peak fall color in St. Louis. And by that, yes, I mean autumn leaves. Last week, we hit peak fall color in St. Louis. If you visited any of our local parks, you likely saw a riot of reds and oranges and yellows. But you may have also noticed a lot of green. Even though it's November 2nd and the city is ablaze with color, you might notice quite a few trees looking downright spring-like. So what's going on with our fall foliage? Well, joining me today to talk about it is Daria McKelvey. She is a supervisor at the Kemper Center for Home Gardening at the Missouri Botanical Garden. Daria, welcome to the show. Thank you. So we think of this now as sort of being the peak of fall color. How long of a period is that, that that we get these these peak uh, colors on our leaves? It probably could last for about at least a week or two. Um, It just depends on the environmental conditions. Um, You know, those bright sunny days and those cool nights, um, but just not freezing, will kind of prolong that color. Hmm. So we entered last week. Do you feel like we're still in it today? I feel like we're actually a little bit past peak. Um, I took a nice stroll around the garden this morning, and while there's still a lot of color and things to look at, uh, we're probably at the down, starting on the downhill slope of that fall color. So if we're past the peak, you've got to explain this thing that has just been bothering me as I've been walking around. What is up with all this green still on the trees across the city? I see many trees are shedding their leaves, but I see a whole bunch. It, It might be June out there. Yeah, so this fall season has been kind of wonky. It's not been the, uh, you know, I would say the greatest, um, you know, for this year. What happened kind of uh, earlier this, or actually in October, now that we're in November, um, you know, we got, we didn't have much rain. Hmm. And um, a lot of trees, unfortunately, by the time that they got around to um, that fall color time, they, you know, started dropping their leaves quite a bit, um, just didn't have enough moisture to pull them through. And so we didn't get to see as much of that fall color that we kind of expect uh, normally. Um, And so a lot of, and we also haven't been, you know, uh, the temperatures haven't really dropped except until recent times. So um, those fall colors just haven't developed as nicely uh, these past couple of weeks um, as we would have liked them to. Um, There, you know, now that we did have dropped a little bit, some of the uh, later flush, uh, trees that flush color are starting to be more vibrant, um, but it's just still not exactly the right conditions for, uh, you know, that vibrant color that we see, uh, you know, just a huge swath of trees. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, so so it sounds like it's a combination. Some of our trees dropped early because it was just too dry. And then some of mm-hmm. our trees still haven't turned with the others because it's just been a little too warm. 
Yes. Uh, temperatures have been a little bit warm. And, um, and what's also interesting, I'll give you an example, um, our ginkgos, I was, I'm keeping an eye on those. They haven't changed yet. They're starting to show some yellow color, but I'm not sure if they're going to actually like drop their leaves all of a sudden or even at, or have the opportunity to to golden up. So I'm still waiting on that. We'll just have to see how the temperatures play out. So it did get, it got very wet last week. It felt like day after day we were getting rain and then it has felt like it's getting pretty chilly at nights. Is there a chance we could still turn this thing around even though as you feel we're slightly past our peak here? I would say it's actually turning around just a little bit. Um, that last bit of rain, I think, really did help the maples. Uh, that's actually what most of the things, in, uh, I'm saying bloom, uh, actually showing fall color, especially at the garden. Most of our maples all around are showing some vibrant colors because that, that rain helped the leaves stay on a little bit longer. And then we had those bright, sunny days over the weekends, which helps increase that coloration and also the cooler nights, like I said earlier. And so those are the ones that are like primarily in peak right now. So if you want to still see some fall color and enjoy that, um, definitely check out the maples, actually on all around the city from what I've seen. And I've got to ask you about a term. This is apparently a term you use in the gardening business. This is called stage fright. How does that relate to leaves? Oh, that's a new one for me, actually. Oh, oh. I, I'm sorry. I think I, I must have misread my notes. I thought this was something that they used for leaves that refused to show their color. I may have mixed up my notes from the Tennessee Williams Festival that we're talking oh. about <laughs> later today. So I guess everything huh. comes together. Um, so look, I mean, new color isn't just happening with leaves. What are some other sources of color um, that you're seeing popping up this time of year? Right now, what I'm seeing is all the, um, like, plants with like crab apples, um, the hollies, the winter berries, they're, they're producing their fall fruits right now. And so even though, you know, the color of the leaves are, you know, or they're going to leaves are overall are going to start dropping. That's another little winter interest kind of thing that's starting to appear. And so you get these little, you know, little hints of yellow and red um, that are popping up right now. And also the birds are having a field day with them in some of our trees uh, getting a, you know, kind of a nice snack. So if, you know, that's something else to focus on while you're walking around. So you recommend checking out these maples, and it sounds like there's a lot of birds. We can see these berries. Anything else at the Missouri Botanical Garden that is worth paying a visit to right now? This is a good time to see it. I would just say, I mean, no matter what time you come, any, I mean, it could be winter, it could be spring. There is always something to look at. Um, so right now, I would say the biggest thing is, of course, our fall color. And in the Japanese garden, if you're looking for, um, you know, the, the most color at, in one spot, um, that's where you're going to see the most vibrant colors. Um, Tea House Island and uh, is looking really good. Uh, you can just uh, look at it across from the lake. And there's maples um, just all around that are showing some vibrant reds and yellows and it was just i was taking uh photos for a plant finder database and it's like every two seconds there was another maple i saw that i was like oh this is beautiful oh this is beautiful um so there's so much out there so for those of us who missed this last weekend which was gorgeous i can't even imagine with between that great weather and all the wonderful trees you guys have what the botanical garden must have looked like do you think this next weekend um these colors are going to last the maples won't have shed their leaves yet I think so. I mean, they're still looking pretty good. Some of them have started to drop, but I think there's still going to be a lot by this weekend. Um, and also, I'm looking at the temperatures now. You know, Saturday is going to be 71. So it's it's just going to be a beautiful, beautiful day to get out and 
So this might be the, the best last chance before things turn terrible. I hate the winter. Um, I would want to advise everybody, get to the Mo- Missouri Botanical Garden before it's too late. And I'm curious, Daria, how you guys are doing overall. Um, are you seeing uh, many fewer patrons because of the pandemic? Yeah, we're we're hanging in there. Um, it does seem to be a little bit less uh, people coming out, and I can understand that. Um, but all the staff, you know, we're we're just trying to do the best we can, and you know, remain open for the public so that they can enjoy themselves and get out. And and like I said, um, even you know, if you ever feeling co- cooped up, the, this is a great place to come just to get some fresh air, just bundle up, and you know, enjoy yourself. So. We're, we're here for you guys. And I guess the good flip side of having fewer patrons, it sounds like this would not be a difficult place to stay distant from other patrons at this point. Yes, you can social distance to no end in here. Um, there's plenty of space to space out. And also there's, you know, a, a huge, you know, never ending fresh air all around. So you're you're pretty good. This is a pretty good area. And all the gardens are open at this point? Um, There are some spaces, some of the smaller areas that might be closed off, but yes, most of the gardens um, are closed off. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. Most of the gardens are open by now. Um, I will say, though, that the Center for Home Gardening, unfortunately, is still closed. Um, We're not able to, uh, we're too small to allow visitors in. But if you still have your gardening questions, um, you can still email us um, at plantinformation uh, at mobot.org. And um, but I will say just to let you know that we are seeing double the amount of normal questions we get. So um, and we, we're kind of short staff, so we may not be answering. Uh, we're trying to answer them as quickly as possible, but we're short of staff. So you can still send us your questions. It just may take a little bit longer. And you're getting double the questions you normally get. Any theories on, on why you're getting so many? Yeah, because, well, people aren't able to come in. And so email mm. is the next best thing. Um, normally I was crunching some numbers and on average we get about 1600 emails per year and the year hasn't even been finished and we're already at 2300. Wow. I have to wonder if part of that too is so many of us are spending so much time at home and we're kind of paying more attention to things that maybe we previously took for granted. I will agree with that. I think there there was some a lot of people were gardening quite a bit more than they normally would. Well, if your gardening has led you into some questions, uh, they do have your back at the Missouri Botanical Garden. Just have theirs with a little bit of patience. They're very busy, but you can email plantinformation at mobot.org. Um, and also, this is a great time to come check it out. It sounds like there's going to be at least one more good weekend. We can all cross our fingers for more. So, Daria McKelvey, I want to thank you so much for joining us and, and sharing some of the highlights. Thank you for having me. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.